0: Hi, this is Mish Hancock and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today my guest is Paul Gutting. Paul is an education supervisor with the Missouri Department of Corrections. Today he is going to share with us information about invisible education. Hi Paul. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. You and I met at a, a TEDx audition event. Yes. And I was so intrigued with what you were sharing about what you do. Explain, as a te- you're a teacher, what do you do as a teacher?
1: I actually, mainly these days, I'm in I'm the supervisor. So I'm in the administrative office.
0: Okay, all but right, gotcha. I
1: spent um, some time in the... Um, so I, I work for the Department of Corrections. So uh, working in correctional education is sort of a... Uh, sort of tiny hidden corner of the educational world. Um, It's also kind of a tiny hidden corner of the correctional world, which is, I think, similarly hidden, which uh, I think renders it uh, rather invisible. Um, So when I took this job, you know, um, uh, almost four years ago now, um, told people I'm going to go work, uh, teach in prison. Um, The main response I got was, oh, I didn't know we did that. You know.
0: I well, it's true.
1: Yes, you don't right. think of it. No, you don't. You don't. I, I, people, I think, rarely do. Um, but uh, um, it's actually it's been amazing. I call it the best job nobody's ever heard of. Right. Um, I have a, it's it's outstanding. But uh, so some of the things that that we do and have to manage. I mean, some of them they'd be the types of things that you would think of. You know, when you when you think of working in a correctional environment. Um, but one of the aspects of the job that I think a lot of people also don't know is that uh, in Missouri, we we mandate education for um, incarcerated people. Well,
0: that's a good thing that we do.
1: Yeah, we started that program in uh, 1995. That law got passed um, and they gave the department, I think, until 2001 to put together the program. Um, but uh, education became mandatory for um, for uh, incarcerated folks who are between 18 and 65 and don't have a high school diploma or its equivalent and who are not sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Got, yeah. So, um, and it's also generally a condition of parole. Um, so you have to be putting forth a good faith effort okay. for the law in order to qualify for parole.
0: So, what does that look like? I mean, you know, we all have in our mind what a typical classroom looks like. Right. What does this classroom
1: look like? It's extremely simple. It's extremely simple. Um, uh, I taught at a chalkboard. Okay. um, With tables and chairs and um, textbooks. Um, Not allowed to bring things in from the outside, as you can imagine. And I am uh, similarly not allowed to bring my work home uh, with me. That makes sense. Excuse me.
0: And so... um are these, are these students then they're getting the high school, high school yes. education. All yes. right. And then they, they graduate and is there a ceremony or what?
1: Yes. yeah. Actually oh, we'll be, there? um, yeah, we'll be uh, hosting our graduation in about a month. Um, actually we, we do graduation ceremonies twice a year and, uh, yeah, we have, uh, you know, cap and gown and, um, and diplomas and speaker and, um, all sorts, um, it's actually it's a It's a wonderful celebration, so the first celebration is when um when someone passes the test actually, so we in Missouri we use the high set okay um, uh, we set aside the g e d uh, some time ago, but uh, so when the students uh take the high set and then depending on the test they get, generally a, a score sheet will will be able to print uh, fairly quickly after they finish its computer based test right now Gotcha. um so. We know almost right away that they've passed and we'll be able to go out and hand them their score sheet. And I have um, a fantastic Mm -hmm. testing room teacher who has devised a a little celebration ceremony for our guys. He's taken a bunch of uh, uh, shredded, colorful paper and uh, he hands them their test scores and throws confetti at them.
0: Oh, nice. And and,
1: uh, all the teachers come out in the hall and clap. Oh, fun. it's, It's wonderful and i'm telling you this there's nothing one of the highlights of the job um is seeing a guy who believed until very recently that this was impossible right that just just couldn't be done you know he he couldn't do it and he wasn't smart enough he wasn't dedicated enough there was no purpose to it there was nothing to it or what whatever like the wh- reason why is like why bother
0: kind of right. feel right? right
1: many of our students have a very negative history
0: yeah um with of education
1: course. um you know we talk about sort of being failed by the system and whatnot i i see that kind of thing on the daily um you know um I, I was fortunate enough lately to um uh, chair a committee to work on training our teachers to to work in um to work for the department and uh, one of the things i tell teachers that we're training is that uh, you will be in the position and then very near future, if you haven't been already, of being the first teacher in a student's memory to give positive feedback.
0: Oh, golly. You yeah. And that's, that's...
1: It's amazing. It, yeah, it's, right. When, when, you, when you think about it, you know, and, and some of these guys dropped out when they were very young in elementary school, some of them in high school, um, some of them, you know, but and I, you know, I'm not saying anything about what their kindergarten or first grade teacher was like or wasn't like or what, but I am telling you that in their memory, their their own conscious experience of what school means, there's nothing positive there.
0: And I and so and I have to think that that is going to help them once they get out of prison, obviously, to to pursue something different in their world that is not yes. you know an illegal something you know so that that's very positive for everyone but do you um is there any system in place to help them find employment after prison
1: there are actually simultaneously lots of systems and i think um um also a real crying need for more um i think that's kind of both at the same time that's not some that's not a part of the of the process I'm really an expert on. Okay. Um, but uh, the department I know right now is working, is investing a great deal in transition services. As part of our training that transition to leaving prison begins on the first day you arrive.
0: Gotcha. In prison.
1: Um, and um, we, are, we are working on, um, you know, putting people in all of our institutions that have, um, outreach, you know, have the responsibility to reach out and and help guide and you know help with resume writing and things like that. Um so so the the short answer is yes. I mean there there are there are opportunities. Um working on expanding.
0: And is there tutoring available for like if somebody's really struggling with a certain subject and it's like man, this math stuff.
1: Sure. You know um so there's a lot of aspects to that. Um my our classrooms I, I We teach three sessions in a day. Each session lasts for two and a half hours. So it's um, when I was a teacher, it'd be myself and up to 15 students in a room um, uh, for, for two and a half hours. And we'd uh, go over all the subjects that we, you know, worked on uh, for the testing. So we we're very kind of test driven gotcha. uh, curriculum. But um, so... Part of our responsibility as teachers is to um, track each of our students so okay. that we're assigning them work that they need um, for whatever their level is.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: um, even even in a leveled classroom, if we have people who are working in approximately the same range, there will be just a great variety. Some people who are really struggling with reading or um, analyzing, some people who are really struggling with math, you know, or um, language is always kind of a, a question mark. So... Um, so, and then we also will hire uh, offender uh, tutors who will work in the classrooms and sometimes they can, they'll work with uh, other students one-on-one also.
0: Do they, and so it's all computer-based, right?
1: It's the computer-based testing is, based yes. learning.
0: and Not um, in the classroom,
1: just it, in the testing room.
0: Okay, gotcha. And then um, I know there's things you, you should not talk about. So mm-hmm. what would be a good question for me to ask you? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to ask a question where you're like, no, Mish, that's not what I can answer right now.
1: Um, well, goodness. I, I mean, I not thought about it from the questioning side. Um, like something th- that there are a lot we of we really, don't
0: know that we should know.
1: Um, what don't people know? People don't See, I think the struggles that our students um, work with on the daily. I tell my students they're in a very difficult place to go to school.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Right.
1: And, um, you know, it's not about my particular institution, just the correctional environment as a whole. It's, you know, one of the things that we know as educators out there is that anxiety is a real killer to learning. Right. You know, so if you're in an environment for whatever reason that um, induces a lot of anxiety, it's going to be very difficult for you to, you know, onboard new information.
0: Exactly. It be extremely
1: difficult. And um, that kind of defines the correctional environment. I would imagine. High stress, high anxiety, right. concerned about safety, personal safety, and so on. Um, one of the things I have said to my teachers is that if all you've done at the end of the day is provide two and a half hours of a reasonably safe place to be, yeah, just like that's, respite, like that's it's, something. This is know. a
0: good, and you know, like I can count on this time. Right. No one's going to be exactly right. With yeah, me. no,
1: nobody's going to be on that case. Right. While I'm here, so, um, so working on establishing that environment, um, you know, that pro-learning, pro-education environment is uh, is is very difficult, but it's a high priority. Um, but you know, when when our students struggle, and they do. You know, and they'll, they'll you know how education is a very, uh, it's a very recursive process. You go forward and you sort of fold back a little bit, you right. fold and fold back a little bit. Um, and when our students fold back, they feel like it's not going the way that it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. Right. They start feeling like they, I'm not going to get you this. Know,
1: Plateauing is one thing, but I, I feel like I've actually gone backwards. Right. Here, you know, and and they, and you know, we'll try to explain to them this is actually how it works, this is how your brain works. This that's kind of okay. how life okay. works, honestly. Right. You yes. know,
0: you think you're getting it, and then also you're like, oh man, what just right. happened? <laughs> like, right. You know. And then
1: we sort of fold backwards a little bit and then we move forwards. And um think about where I'm going here. No, well, that's okay. But we, uh it's but, a
0: tough su- I mean this is a tough subject yeah right and tough there's so many things around it that, there
1: are there are a lot you know of like you have to be aspects. careful
0: about saying and talking about, and I get it yeah. I mean it's a, it's uh I'm so excited that you came on to talk about uh, it because no, it's like no, uh it's it, as you said invisible education yeah. really an invisible world for some of us who have zero yes. I mean I have like absolutely not one bit of experience with prison anything.
1: So it's a funny thing. I'm going to tell you that um, I've, I've been saying since I was a teenager, that I thought education was the solution to a lot of our social problems. And you know, right. that would be as, you know, and, and in a very simple, maybe teenagery kind of way, that's, that's how I thought. Um, but I still believed that, you know, maybe in a more complex way now, but, but I still believe that if we want to solve a lot of our problems, you know, we're going to have to go through education to get there. That is, that is, if not the pathway, it is a pathway. It has to be a part of the conversation. Right, Right. Um, so when I came to work in prison, it, it's one thing to believe that it's another thing to walk through, you know, chain link and, and, razor wire and walk up the hill and, uh, you know, and, and settle into a classroom. Right. I didn't know, you know, when I started, I didn't know, was there going to be, you know, somebody else in the room with me? Was I going to have a guard with me all the time? Was, you know, and, um, and the answer is no, you know, it's just myself up to 15, um, guys in the classroom. There is a correctional officer in the hall. Okay. Um, you know, I was
0: going to say, there has to be somebody nearby.
1: Yes, there yeah. is, okay. there is, there is. Um, and, you know, and, and, then, and then that's just kind of it. But um, those struggles that the guys get through, I tell them, you know, the, the harder the climb, the sweeter the view from the top of the mountain. And they don't believe me <laughs> until they get there.
0: right. And then right. they
1: get to the top of the mountain. And you should see these guys when they get the confetti and that test score and some of them just don't know what to do right some of them will stand there and nearly break down in tears
0: oh gosh and
1: some of them will be so happy i did you know we did um one is maybe about i don't know it was january or february um he took his last test passed the high set got his test score and there was nobody around actually it was kind of a an unusual situation it was myself, testing teacher, and himself, and to and another student, and um, and he just sat there saying, "I don't even feel like I'm here anymore. I feel like I'm free." Oh, you know, it's it's an amazing
0: thing. Yeah. You
1: know, when you again when you think of something that's impossible, you've right. done it. Right, something that people told you directly, maybe specifically, you can't do this. You know. And you've done it.
0: You're never gonna do this. And here you are.
1: We have students who will tell you this is the first thing I've actually accomplished in my life.
0: Oh wow. Well, gee. That's you know yeah. It's it's such a thing that so many of us take for granted. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just took for granted, I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna get my high school diploma, I'm gonna go to college, you know, and throughout my time i was playing sports and getting the kudos for, you know, sure. whatever in the world i was doing at any given time and uh and it's 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 so hard to hear and know there are people that they don't they don't get that at all right. in their childhood.
1: No, they don't. Um and the i mean without getting too far into into that aspect of things, what, one of the things that we're working on is i, I work for a division within the department called the uh, Division of Offender Rehabilitative Services. Okay. So my job is rehabilitation. My job is taking guys from where they are towards something that we call potential, right? Which I would have said years ago is what education is, right? We're going to meet a student where that student is and guide them on a pathway towards towards potential. That's what we want to do. Um, and our guys have a lot of potential. You know, I I tell my students, I tell my teachers, intelligence is almost never at an issue here. Almost never. Um, if the guys are struggling, it's not because they're not Not intelligent. intelligent. Yeah, that's extraordinarily rare. Right. Their curiosity about the world is is incredible. Um, their desire to know things. You know, and I think. One of the things I said in the little TED Talk audition was recognizing our students' humanity. Right. Is key uh, to yeah. what we do. And I think some piece of our humanity is curiosity about the world. Human beings, we, we want to know yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, right. You know? We're very curious. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So we keep on exploring. We keep asking questions. We keep wanting to know. Um, you know, I have guys who have come in and, you know, older guys, some of them, you know, complaining about their hips. And, you know, we'd talk about, you know, what a hip joint looks like. You know, i a little chalk on the board. Right, draw yeah, draw right. that ball in the socket joint, how it works and everything. Oh, oh okay. So, if you, oh, okay. You know, and, and that's all fascinating. You know, at, at the end of class sometimes when I have five or ten minutes left, I would occasionally throw the floor open and say, all right, who's got to question anything? What do you want, What do you want to know? If I don't know it, I'll find it out for you. Right. And, um, so I had somebody ask from the back of class one day, why do people go to art museums?
0: Interesting.
1: I mean, people travel across the world to see the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Just to look at it. Right. Why do they do that? And I thought, oh, okay, right. Wow. Time for my special five minute lecture on, uh, art history and theory. Here we go. Okay. But I gave him an answer and, um, and then actually, the very next day, um, I went through the prison library and, and they had a book on Michelangelo. So I brought it in and I think I did a class, opened it up and it had a big four sheet fold out color glossy of the ceiling and cysteine right chapel. And I laid it out and I showed them all the parts and pieces and described a little bit of how it was made and such. And uh, I was rewarded with this call from the back of the classroom. Dang, Michelangelo's a beast. (laughs) (laughs) And I I said, yes, that. uh, There you go. Not probably the way I would phrase it, but yes. But I like it. I like it. All right. There's curiosity about everything. Right. It's Everything, the intelligence abounds. The question is, uh, can we reach out to engage our students be, who are mandated to be there right. by the law? Yeah.
0: They, you they, know. It, there's not, it's not like you, you get to choose. You need right. to be there.
1: Exactly. Right. And, um, and so that makes it difficult. That makes it difficult in in, in some ways. So we have to, you know, i worked with plenty of students on that question. Michelangelo is a beast. Right?
0: I'm going to use that.
1: I know. I'm going to use
0: it for every artist. I like
1: that. I think it's a great title for a book. It's just waiting to happen.
0: <laughs> it's great. Well, I want to ask you some questions and please let me know if these are okay to ask. These are sure. more of just like kind of taking our conversation into a, a different direction. And they're really geared toward you. So if you're like, Mish, I don't want to, then okay. tell me. But I was, okay, so do you stream? Are you, a, do you do streaming TV?
1: Um, yes, some. I, yeah,
0: do you have like a favorite show you're you're watching right now, or a favorite show from the past that you? Th- no. Um. Are you a book reader? Then you got to go to books.
1: I do like. Yes, I do read a lot.
0: What are you reading?
1: Um, right now I'm reading a book called Miss Muriel Matters. It is the. Uh, it's a biography of Muriel Matters, who uh, fought for the women's vote, in England in the. Uh, Nineteen teens into Very the twenties. Cool. Are you
0: a history guy?
1: I'm. I'm. I'm pretty broad. So gotcha. yes, history. Yes, definitely. All kinds of things. Gotcha. Yes. Before that, I was reading lots of Terry Pratchett. I read a lot of Discworld novels in the last, the last few months.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So not just, I'm, I'm a total TV head. That's why mm-hmm. I was asking that question. <laughs> sure, sure. And then, um, well, let's talk about artists then because you you, just, you talked about Michelangelo. Is he your favorite or do you have some other favorites?
1: Um, Michelangelo is probably pretty high on have the list Have you got for to me. go
0: see the Sistine Chapel? Oh,
1: no. No? No, that's on the...
0: That's on the bucket list. Yeah, All right.
1: Yeah, that's, that's out there for the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is funny because my, my students will ask me, have I watched certain TV shows or seen certain movies? And uh, the answer will usually be no. Um, and the, they like, have you never seen this movie? I was like, I, just not my I, thing. I don't know. I don't watch I read books. That, you know, it's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and, but then they'll, they'll recommend something and I will go seek it out. Um, they recommended that I watch the movie Life. Life. Um, with um, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy from the late nineties.
0: Okay. All right.
1: And they were, they were completely flummoxed that I, I was working in prison and never seen it. Um, (laughs) I had never even heard of it, Um, but then I went out and watched it and then I was able to quote it back to them and they thought that was all right. There
0: you go. I like it. I like it. Well, it's very interesting what you do. It's very necessary. What you do Um, is, Do other states do this? Is this something that Missouri's kind of leading with, or do you know?
1: Um, Here's what I know I know that the federal Department of Corrections has mandated literacy education since the early 80s. Okay. Um, I have actually looked, I've actually, especially when I became supervisor, I did a significant amount of research into. correctional education, its history, um, how to train for it, where you can get training for it, where you can study it and, uh, what other states do. And what I found is that nobody's got a list of all of the states that mandate education under the law. Okay. I, I kind of doubt Missouri is the only one. Um, but I haven't been able to find a positive answer on any of those things.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, similarly, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk lately about the university college level education happening in, in a corrections environment. Um, we have been doing mandatory high school level education in Missouri for um, for you know, 25 odd years. Right. Um, and in, you know, what, 2014, I think the Rand Corporation put out a, you know, a big Metadata multi-conglomerated study on the relationship between education and recidivism, um, and found that yes, indeed, education and in incarceration does um, does reduce recidivism. Nobody's ever done a study that I'm aware of of um, you know the relative efficacy of mandatory versus voluntary education in a carceral environment. Okay. If, you know, with 25 years of data out there, you know.
0: Seems like we can you, figure this one
1: out. If somebody needs a dissertation, yeah. you know,
0: go there for it. There you go. It. All you right. Know, I like it. That's I, a I good idea. Great. I
1: would really, really be fascinated to read that. I've, if you want to know about the, um, you know, the study of, of uh, correctional education, you kind of have to read like the handful. There are about two or three PhD dissertations out there on it. Okay. There are there are two academic journals, and um, I found an article from 1991 that described 16 no 19 excuse me 19 training programs um, across the country that ranged from bachelor's level to master's degrees to um, sort of postgraduate certificates and things like that of um, you know training people to be um, correctional educators.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: None of those programs exist anymore. There is one university in the country that offers one class that I've been able to find on correctional really? education. One. Yeah. Um, you know, up until about maybe 10 or 15 years ago, you could, out in California, get a master's degree in it. Um, and I actually wrote to, because the, the center for the study, this at uh, California State University at Santa Barbara, um, the center for the study of it actually still exists. Um, but they don't offer the degree anymore. Um, huh. so I would actually love to see, you know, I, I mean, a, a weekend workshop or something, right, you know, something. if we can pull some how things do you together. Find
0: your te- are your teachers full time with you or, or are they, they teach over there and then they do this as well?
1: Historically, um, all of our teachers have been full time. Okay. Um, uh, there is, as you are probably aware, a national shortage of teachers. Yes. Um, oh, and yes. So you can imagine, um, hiring teachers into corrections is even more difficult, um, because that's not where teachers normally look.
0: Right. For John. Exactly.
1: Um, and, um, uh, yeah. So, you know, I've, I've been hiring for staff. I've been looking for teachers for, for two years, um, and I'm I'm still not fully staffed. So they did take uh, the department did take one of my positions and and make it to part-time positions. So I'm interviewing for that um, later this week and you know, we'll see how we go.
0: Well, best of luck but, on that one. Thank you. Teachers are needed, thank and you. it's a tough gig. Very much
1: so it is a tough gig. It's
0: a really tough gig, no matter where you're at, but especially where you're at.
1: I'm gonna tell you, this is the lowest anxiety education job I've had
0: really? in 20 years. All right, let's talk That's about a fact. that. That's, That's interesting. A fact.
1: Yes. Um, I have, uh, I, I walk into an actually relatively structured and, um, as a result, relatively safe environment. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of hedges around that environment. So in, in prior days, especially as an administrator, if I worked 50 hours a week, it was a short week. Got Yeah. You know? And I worked plenty of, you know, seven-day weeks. I brought stacks of grading home. You know, I was the, you know, I, ta- I taught English, you know, and you want to get your, your students to write. It means you have to read it all.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? So
1: you have to sit down. It's Saturday night. It's Sunday night. You're sitting down with a stack of papers oh to grade. Oh, my gosh. I am not allowed to bring my work home. I okay. actually cannot bring it home, and I cannot bring things from home to work.
0: So you have a definite
1: work there is, yes.
0: life. There is a, there's, there's a, clear a definite boundary. line. By, I yeah. Okay. Very gotcha. clear boundary. Interesting. I
1: cannot accrue overtime. So, um, I work 40 hour a week and I go home and I'm home.
0: And that's that.
1: Yeah. And I work, um, uh, uh, my particular institution runs, I, I work for 10 hour days. Okay. So I have three day weekends on the regular.
0: I'll be darned.
1: And, um, and it's great. It's wonderful. I don't have to get stuck in grading. I can work with, I uh, um, can actually hire someone to work with me in the classroom to do the grading. It's a little different now that I'm a supervisor. There are right, a few right, things, right. you know, you have to flex with because you have a supervisor responsibilities and people are alive all the time, not just at work. Right, you right, know. right. Yes, so yes, yes. There are things right. you have to do. But, uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, when I started this job, I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, always, of course, keep the hook in the water, maybe stick it out for a year or two or three. Now, I don't know. I, I'll stick with it. I'll be it's darn. actually, it's, it's really, really good. I just hired a teacher some months ago. He hasn't even been with us in maybe six months, seven months, something like that. Um, and, um, uh, he described to me a conversation with his students the other day. He said, you know, I started here, I thought maybe three months, but now I don't see a reason to leave, you know.
0: Very good.
1: The, the possibilities, the opportunities as an educator mm-hmm. are huge. This is the thing, when, when you're working with people who are that much at risk, who who are fighting that kind of anxiety but have a great deal of intelligence and curiosity about life, your opportunities are huge. You know.
0: You really feel like you make a difference. and
1: There is no doubt.
0: And you get to understand a population you may not have ever understood before. It's got to be eye-opening.
1: Very, very. And I, I mean, I don't say that because it's not a struggle or it's not hard work. It sure, definitely is. Sure. We have to be mindful of safety and security right. all the time. Yes. and what what I said about a relatively safe environment, that only goes if I'm doing my job right. You know? And all right. my team, everyone around me, is also doing their job.
0: So it's know? 40 hour work week, but you are you need to be highly aware during that 40 yes. hours. So you, yep. really, it's good you have that break then, yes, between the two. Yes. That seems healthier.
1: I think it is. And, um, you know, I don't have, you know, committee meetings after school and I'm not being drawn into other things. I don't have to do, you know, fundraisers and, uh, you know, presentations to the board. I don't have Ga- yeah. lots of things like that. My work happens in the hours of my work and it is wonderful. It is wonderful. I'm, they, I, it would be a struggle for me to go back to teaching on the street Right, um, after this, and I think I think most of my teachers would agree
0: interesting it's
1: a, It's a great job. It really is a great job.
0: well, Paul, I mean, I really thank you for shining light on this invisible education a lot of us don't know about, and what that looks like and what happens. I think it's I mean, it's amazing. It's needed. I love that we're doing that here in Missouri weird you can't google to find out who else is doing it there are things to this day that you can't google there are it does believe it or not it does always throw me for a loop but when when i'm googling something going why can't i find this information but um (laughs) it happens it does thank you so much for being on today and sharing this information with us i very much appreciate it
1: my pleasure thank you mish for the opportunity
0: you know one of the things i always ask people is about kindness and you're doing it all the time
1: That is, I think, very much, when we say kindness, if we mean a basic recognition of each other's humanity, like just at a core of what we do, and recognize that you're a human being, and I do what I do. I treat you the way that I treat you because of me and my character that I am reckoning with and guarding.
0: That's awesome.
1: That brings us all forwards.
0: Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. Have wonderful days and be kind to each other. Thank you.